Welcome to the Tell Me Something Good show, where every week we share with you, well, something good. Because who knows, it just might change your life one week at a time. I'm Brett, and together with my co-host, Paolo, we want to help you see the bright side. Because there's always good in the world. You just have to know where to look. Welcome to episode three. Oh, I said it wrong. Damn, I did it right the first time. Episode season three, episode you nervous. six. You did. <laughs> Brett, we, we we just pressed record, and I realized Brett's channel wasn't recording. So, you know, she was saying how on point with the numbers I was, and we were just bragging about that. And then I go and screw that up. Oh well. So was it season three, episode six, take two? <laughs> well, listen, I'm I'm a very honest, open person. I'm transparent. I screwed up. Let's just roll with it. Yeah. You know, not no one's going to screw up today more than that woman we just saw fall off her bike. Now. All I have to say is yikes. Mm-hmm. And I feel that. I feel I feel her pain so yeah. deeply because I have been there. Yeah. Well, I mean like <laughs> many times. Her first reaction was she was laughing. She was just like, I can't believe I just did that. We're walking by an, yeah. a restaurant with outdoor seating. A lot of people. And she she yeah, bit it in front of you know Good twenty to fifty people. She bit it yeah. in front of everybody. We were first on the Poor scene. Thing. We ran over straight away. Yep, first on the, the scene. Then the guys from the restaurant took over. So Yep. That was my good act for the day, good deed for the day. After I had to, I had to yell at someone earlier when I was walking in Summit because I was halfway through the stop, the, the crosswalk, and she didn't stop for me. She just drove by. I said, you're supposed to stop. I've seen that happen, and people, like, literally hit the car. Like, Yeah, no, like sometimes I had it. a coffee in my hand, so a decaf coffee yeah. in my hand. So I, otherwise, I have banged cars before like that. Yeah. Yeah. So one time, one guy got out. Yeah, you got to be careful. Like, and the thing was, like, if he got out at the time, I would have had a fight. By the time I'd walked off, I was calm. So then when someone comes at you really angry, it's like, I'm not going to fight you because you're going to win. Yeah. So, you know, you've got to be smart with that stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. That, I don't, I, that was the last time, actually, I did bang on a car. Yeah, because you, you, you just don't know who you're dealing yeah. with. That's very true. All right, so what's up? What are we talking about today? We've got a couple, couple um, things, right? Well, it's my something good today. Yep. And... Um, we think. We could have we could have. No, checked. I'm almost positive. You are? Okay. Yeah. Um... Am I something good is just the fact that my um, boys are playing sports again. I was going to say, life is going a bit more normal it's, for you now. Yeah, so we started lacrosse again, and my oldest son has been playing lacrosse for years now. So there's a lot of the same people that you see, and I haven't seen them in cool. a year and a half, two years now. So getting back into that groove just feels so good and seeing you know friends and all these people i mean everybody's it's a different everybody's in masks of course so it's a little bit strange but um it definitely just you know and then seeing him be yeah. able to play the sport he loves again he's so happy and the fact that we actually like have things to do and we're not just yeah <laughs> in the house board board in the house all day um yeah. so it's been great yeah, even with our six year old, he's going to be six on Friday, which is scary. Oh. He, um, I've already graduated him. He's six. Yeah, I, I do that him. too, yeah. though. I think I that's need to okay. Get used to it. But um, he's, I mean, like his schedule during the week now is only like one thing each day, but he's booked up every, like every day of the week. Yeah. It's crazy. That's what happens. Yeah. Um, well, that's great. Yeah. And sun's shining. It's nice and warm for a change. Sun is shining. If we had a little cold snap, but it yeah. was very brief. I just want to put this out there. I'm wearing a quite an old white t-shirt and I'm, it has the yellow stains on it under the arms. And just in case Brett notices, I'm just putting it out there. I'm aware. Um, but on that point, I started using aluminum free and I can't believe I said aluminum and not aluminum. I'm, I'm Americanized now. 
But I started using uh, aluminum-free deodorant because that's what causes that. I didn't realize that's what caused that's it. That's what causes it. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I'm trying not to put metal in my body. Yep. Very good. Yep. Um, okay. So we have kind of two tangents we're going to go off today. One is, let's start with your one. Okay. We can start with my one. Yeah. So I do, I have this book that I got called Meditations on Self-Love. I usually start my day off with some kind of um, book, you know, whether it's usually it's daily stoic, which is like just yeah. daily practices. So today's meditation, just AKA thing to think well, about. So when you say meditations, this is you're reading it. I read it and okay. then I, then I meditate and okay. usually I just like now, to have it. Let me ask your advice on this because mm-hmm. I really want to get into meditating. And we've talked okay. about it on here before. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the, that 45 minutes, I, I normally give myself 45 minutes in the morning to be by myself, no kids awake. Like I get up before everybody else, the dogs yes. stay asleep too. But I just feel like I, I have a hard time. I feel like I wake up and then my mind starts going. Like how, yeah, how do that's you, normal. Yeah, but how do you get into the mind frame of, all right, I'm going to meditate now? Well, I think it, I think you need to have a routine and do the same thing every morning. Yeah. So you need to find out, first of all, you know, you're not, I hope you're not meditating for 45 minutes because that's not. Oh, no, no, no. I I mean, I goof around on my phone. That's when I catch up on all the social media stuff. I don't like, I've stopped looking at for most of the day now. Yeah. So I would actually meditate before you do that. That would just be my advice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so like, you know, for me, it's unfortunately my kids are just, they refuse, they refuse to, they refuse to sleep in. So they wake up with the sun. Yeah. So I don't get my time, unfortunately, but like, I, you know, we're all kind of up together and then like I get them settled, have my coffee and then John knows because it's every, every, it's the same time. I look yeah. at my watch and make sure it's the same time every day and John knows that okay. I'm going upstairs to meditate. So he's got the boys and I, for me, it helps because I, I have to take them to school literally 20 minutes after that. So yeah. I don't have time to F around. I have to like sit there and do it. Um, and I believe that it is effective, you know, we don't, none of us have the time to like go to an ashram in the morning and right. So, well, how long do you do then? And I just do it every day. I meditate 10 minutes. That's it. Um, if I feel like I need more, then I'll try to sprinkle something in, um, during the afternoon. And that's right now, right? Like this summer, we're probably going to have a little bit of a different routine. And if I have more time, maybe I'll take it. But I just, right now, 10 minutes. That's all I've got. And that's what I do. Yeah. Um, and it's because it's routine. I don't even really think about it anymore. Because yeah. it's just... I think this is going to fall into actually what we're talking about. For me, just... I've kind of put a limit on myself of trying to say I can't do it in the morning when I can. There's yeah. no reason I can't do this. Especially 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. You know? All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna check back next next episode. I'm gonna have done. Yeah, it. and then there's more about meditation, but yeah. we don't have to go into all that no. right now. When I become um, a pro at it, we can. Yes, yeah. I mean my things would just be like I would start small, mm-hmm. and I would start with guided. Mm-hmm. Honestly, um, I have a free subscription to the Calm app. Yeah, there's no reason I should. I'm not. I doing would it. start with the Calm app. Um, okay, so this thought was called uh, the spaci- the spaciousness of perspective. In our minds, I'm reading it now. Just. You, you, you shouldn't have said that. You should have sounded like a. I wouldn't. Have, I wouldn't have ratted you out. Get ready for some wisdom. Yeah. I'll place. I'll put some uh, calming <laughs> yeah. music behind. Yeah, for I'm this gonna part. start stroking I'm gonna my beard. 
In our minds, we so clearly think we know what's right. Even with our own lives and with ourselves, we think things are supposed to be a certain way. We cling to this ideal image. If we can give up our need to be right or for things to be perfect and look at a person or situation with fresh eyes, we experience a spaciousness. We're not lying to ourselves, but rather reframing a situation, seeing something or someone in a new light. Oftentimes that new light can be very freeing. We need to stop clinging and see beyond. Um, And so then the exercise they say is, or the little mantra is, may I see things in a new light today. May I realize that there is more than one way. Sense the spaciousness, sense the spaciousness this new perspective offers. So that just kind of dovetails with, um, actually, so... If anyone listening has Peloton, you mo- you most likely know who Cody Rigsby is. I just love him. His rides are usually kind of silly, but today I was in a really tough one, and so he was dropping some motivational gems, um, some bombs, some bombs, and one of them was this idea. I think it kind of ties into this of perspective and the perspective that we have in the ride. He was in particular, speaking to the perspective we have toward our own limits. Yeah. And he was saying, you know, you think you can't do this, but you can. And pushing past, the beauty of pushing past your limits and breaking that barrier and facing that fear is that every time something hard comes up again, you can remember, right? Like for me, and he said this in the ride, he's like, when your coworkers piss you off, think back to this ride and the fact that you did it. When your kids are annoying the crap out of you, think back to this ride and this hard time and you got through it, Yeah, you know, and it's just a matter of taking away those limits and that perspective, right, that you have of a certain situation. And Mm -hmm. I think that this can be mapped to so many things, Um, you know, with health coaching, I've seen so many clients come in with just this idea of what their limits are and what they can and can't do. And it can just be, it can really be debilitating, frankly. Yeah. I mean, I I don't want to, I feel like I always bring up the divorce, but it was such a huge part of my life the last few years. But going through that is exactly what you said. Like anytime I'm faced with a tough situation now, I just think back. I'm like, if I came through that, yeah, I'm like, nothing scares me now. Mm -hmm. Like, the prospect of not having my children, the amount of time that I want them or am entitled to, nothing's gonna, nothing's more scary than that. Mm-hmm. I went to court and represented myself against a seasoned attorney, and I won because I told a better story, and my story was truth. Mm-hmm. And that was another lesson in the truth should and does always prevail. So, yeah, looking at that's a huge piece of advice that I think people get stuck in their heads a lot that when they're faced with adversity. So you've been through worse before. What? And you're scared now? You're you're stopping yourself now? But if you haven't, then push yourself now because you'll be able to use it in the future. Yeah, or use other people's adversity. I mean, something I do is if I've seen or heard about someone who went through something awful, like a death in the family or something, Mm -hmm. that motivates me. I'm like, why am I feeling shitty right now when this person's going through this? Right. You know? Or even like, it can be something like, let's talk about, okay, so here's an example of, let's just say, let's say working out. I can't, I don't have time. I'm not somebody who works out five times a week because I don't have time. 
That's a perspective. Perspective and reality are two different things. Yeah. And if you never examine your perspective on things, if you never get curious, you can't change your reality. So question is, is that true? Right? Yeah. And can you push yourself to do five workouts a week? And maybe they're not five hour long sessions in the gym. They're maybe a, one, yeah. one day your workout is a 20 minute walk on your lunch break. Yeah. But that's something hard that, that you, you did. And, and now next week you can say, oh my gosh, look. I worked out three days a week last week. Yeah. I'm now a person who works out three days a week. Maybe I can be four. Yeah, and it's kind of like, I mean, you know, this is almost getting into the subject we were going to also talk about, so maybe it's just a little comment on everything. It's like about auditing your, audit your week, audit your time. Like, Andrea now has this book, a big book, that she has got her week in it. And like she, a planner. Which, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you can tell what experience I am with got organizing. You. Um, you know, and she writes down everything with pencil, raises stuff and that helps her figure out how our week's going to be and it also helps us audit our time mm -hmm. and you know and now even for me it's the smallest thing of like when can I take the dog for a walk because mm -hmm. if, if we have both kids I can't leave the house and I can't take them on the walk too because I'll just be a nightmare um so it's figuring out all right, when we have the kids do I have this time here when's Andrew working what, what can we figure out and if but if you don't do that You've, you've limiting yourself you're putting this block in front of you and you know it, it does come back to that we all do this to ourselves we put a limit on what we think we can achieve we you know our own perception becomes our reality when it shouldn't be really, yes you know i mean another example i can give that i'm thinking of now is um posted about this earlier in the week but like i was diagnosed three years ago with early arthritis in my knee and i saw a few different doctors I was 41 at the time and I'd always been a very athletic, like active person. And I was told by more than one doctor that probably just should stop running and probably should stop tennis. And, you know, just, this is, have to kind of give those up now. Yeah. This is who you are now. You're a person with arthritis and you're now a person who can't be active. And what? Then, then she met me. <laughs> and then she met me. Yeah. And you helped me reframe the way I look at exercise. And also, I believed in myself. Yeah. And I said, okay, you know what? This is a challenge and this is a hard thing. And it took three years. And I'm not running marathons right now, but I am running without pain. And it took me changing perspective mm -hmm. and challenging, you know, what they told me. But you know, just changing that limiting belief. Yeah. Um, no, I went through something similar with, um, I had, I developed sciatica both legs um, when I was in college, like to the point where I'd look like a, an absolute cripple when I was trying to walk. It was oh. so bad. Um, and I just couldn't get, I saw she was a physical therapist for the England national rugby team. Like I saw some good people about it. They gave me some help and I just couldn't shake it. I think now it's related to my back and how I sit and stuff. And there's things I know now to avoid, but Every now and again, it flares up and it's kind of similar to your knee, right? It's like, I, now I know that I've overcome it. I know I can do it again. So even yeah. if like, if you're running and your knee starts hurting, just stop. And then when you try again in a few days, hopefully it won't. But in the back of your mind, you're like, it's hurt before and I got rid of it. So now yeah. I, I can do it. Yep, exactly. Instead of stopping and then like, oh, I'm never going to do it. And this is who I am now. I'm just, yeah. I can't do anything I love to do. 
Yeah, so, you know, that kind of brings me to a little personal update. Some of our avid listeners would remember back in the beginning when I was doing my fasting of 12, I was just doing 12 hours, you know. The more research I've done, I've realized that it's not really fasting. And it, I ended up eating the same amount of food anyway. It was just I was doing it at a condensed time. It was probably m- making me put on weight. Really? really? Yeah. I mean, I did, I've gained probably some, probably five pounds of COVID-5 that I'm trying to shake now. Um, so I was kind of like, what was the point? So I started doing, um, I always blame my lifestyle on not being able to do it because I, I'm up so early most days and I'm working late most days too. So I started last Saturday, I started doing, no, Friday, I started doing the 16, eight. So 16 okay. hours fast, eight hours um, eating. And I was surprised at how well I could do it. Like it actually was quite manageable. But then I got to Wednesday, Thursday, and I realized that it was interfering with, with my life schedule. Like I couldn't work out in the mornings because you not you can't lift on a when you're fasted. Um, so it's kind of interfering with that. So then you know doing more research, you know one of the better protocols was fasting every other day and then lifting on the other days and just not worrying about what you eat. So now you know I'm on hour eighteen of a twenty hour fast. Um. And it's on a Saturday. So me, six months ago, would have been like, why are you fasting on a Saturday, you idiot? Like, you want to relax. But I feel great. I feel energized. I'm not really hungry. And I've noticed in the last week, my energy's been up. You know, food does actually mess your system up a lot, especially if you're not eating the right stuff. Um, You know, so my energy's up and everything. But again, it was, I always thought I couldn't do this. But Mm -hmm. look, I'm like, I'm going to make 20 hours today. No problem. It's my first day of 20 hours today. So what, break this down, like, exactly. So, like, Monday. Yeah, so, I mean, I mean, my... my what time do you start eating? So, I mean, with my, my schedule, Sunday, Tuesday, Thursday, workouts work best for me. So that's when I'm going to lift. So Sunday, Tuesday, and Thursday, you're just regular... Regular, eat in the morning, eat all day, not really worry too. So when it comes to, like, dieting, and this is a, again, this is what people fail to understand there is more way there's more than one way to skin a cat mm-hmm. like everyone thinks you have to just you've got the keto guys you got the if it fits my macro people you've <laughs> got the the fasting guys and girls and a whole host of other stuff um they all work if if they're followed correctly and it, they all work if it fits your body type like not everybody can do these these diets because their body type doesn't match the profile of someone who gets needs those kind of nutrients so, what was my point? What were we talking about? I was asking for specifics. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, on those days, I, so, yeah, that's what, what my point was. Um, like, diet, counting calories, I ain't going to do it. I'm just not going to do it. I, I, I'm just not going to do it. I know I'm not going to do it. I hate it. So, I'm not, not going to try and do a diet that does that. So, with, with this, I can eat what I want. You have to eat clean. You can't be stuffing donuts down your, your pie hole. Mm-hmm. But... You've got to eat clean and just don't don't worry about your eat what you eat. You know, limit the alcohol and stuff, and you're you're fine. So on the other days, so on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, mm-hmm. I fast for twenty to twenty two hours. So what time? So like Monday, what do you do? So I won't eat until depending what time I stopped eating on Sunday. So when would you give me? Example? I try to stop by nine, so then okay, it's not going too much into the next day. So stop by nine. Which means I'll, my first meal will be five o'clock. Like today, my first meal is going to be five o'clock. 
Okay, so then that means you basically have one meal. No, eat for every uh, 90 minutes until I go to bed. So two or three meals. And what are and a meal, meals? And a meal would be like, a one, one would be a protein shake. Okay. Um, you know, maybe salad and then dinner. So it's not like, it's not like you're having like, <laughs> like pork. I don't know why I'm thinking like pork chops, like every 90 minutes. <laughs> no. You're not having like a full like no, 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 no. burger just, and fries, like every it's 90 It's just making, minutes. so the, the whole point is like, you're not necessarily restricting calories. Mm-hmm. So it, it, within that four, four, five, six hours that I'll be eating, I'm not restricting my calories. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the next day, again, I'm not restricting calories. I'm eating every two, three, four hours. And then fast for 20, 22 hours. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, the science behind that is that when you fast for that long, that's when your body is actually burning fat. Mm-hmm. Your brain runs on fat at that point. You know, it's the same as essentially being in quote-unquote ketosis. Have you read Dave Asprey's Fast This Way? No. He just came out with that book. I have okay. it if you want. I mean, sure. you may know all this stuff already. No, I, I haven't mean, read it, but I listen, can give it to you. Even with the, see what you just said, like, know, know about it all already. That's a mistake a lot of people fall into is we we never know everything about everything. Yeah. You know, like I've, I've listened to to certain people give five or six different spiels on podcasts talking about the exact same topic. And every single time there's a little nugget I pick out. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I think it's especially with health and wellness. Yeah. He's the guy who, in, in, who um, invented like Bulletproof. Clothing. Okay. Yeah. Um, and he's very big on yeah. fasting. So then I, you know, I, I drink black coffee during the day, um, a mix of decaf, half calf and, and calf. So I have changed my stance on caffeine a little bit. Like the again, the science shows it is good, especially while you're fasting. Yeah. If your body can handle it, which mine can. So like right now I'm sipping on a nitro cold brew, mm-hmm. but I only have, I had one cup of coffee this morning and I had a decaf. That's my, it's only my third and second with caffeine in it. So I'm well within the regions of you know, what a, a good amount of caffeine is. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so, but the whole shtick with that is I had put a limit on myself saying I can't do this and look at me now, I'm actually doing it. Yeah. And it's just because I decided, I'd had an, I'd, and we, we talked about this earlier about you kind of do have to be at rock bottom to, to make changes in your life. So what precipitated this? <laughs> so I finally had my chest and my stomach waxed by my, my lovely woman. Um, she does it for a living, so it's not like she was. I don't recommend someone doing it if they don't do it for a living. Um, I was just like, I was just looking at myself, and I just, I didn't feel. And it wasn't even like I didn't feel like I looked good. Like I still have my definition in places and stuff, but I was like, I just don't feel healthy. And then look, what I saw in the mirror was kind of reflecting that. So I was like, all right, let's do it. Stop making excuses. You can do it. Mm-hmm. Make it fit your lifestyle. Good for you. And that's what I'm doing. So, you know, and again, I'm someone who's resisted this for so long. Like I've known I wanted to do it, but I just didn't do it. Mm-hmm. This is just a case of doing it. Yeah. Like I said last week, just do it. And it's interesting too, because you try, you know, you tried it a little bit of a yeah, different way. But I was half-assing it. Yeah. That was my way of pretending to do it. It's the same. People do the same thing with working out. Yeah. You know? And I think, I mean, I think it's similar to... Going on a, a diet protocol mm-hmm. when people are like gung ho at first and then kind of half-assing it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, well, that's good. Yeah. And so, how long are you gonna do it? I I mean, I think I can manage this 
there's no time limit on it. Okay. Honestly, like having the days in between of, I took a day off yesterday. I was just like, I'm just going to eat. And I, I barely ate. I had two, two small meals and then we had dinner and drinks with friends and that was it. Mm-hmm. Like my whole, my, my, um, I don't get hangry anymore, which is good. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a good feeling. Um, and your goal is weight loss. Yeah, a little bit of weight loss and then just is, you know, there's a lot of science behind cell regeneration and stuff like that with fasting mm-hmm. that I think would, you know, it prevent, helps prevent cancer and things like that. So, mm-hmm. you know, why not see where this takes me? I'm very, like, I'm, I'm so open-minded about things now, especially since I've stopped watching the news. I, I'm, I'm down for whatever. It's good. Yeah. yeah. And especially with um, training and stuff, yeah. it would be a good thing to tell your clients about. Yeah, exactly. And I'm even, I'm even testing out a new training protocol that I've started inflicting on people, but <laughs> inflicting. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm doing it too. So we'll see how that goes too. Yeah. Good. Yeah. But enough about me. I think it's no, I, th- I think, I think it's really interesting. And, um, yeah, I mean, I will say, I think, I think that fasting is great. I think some people like for me, I think fasting isn't gonna isn't right because right. it's it is restricting, and for uh, me, I'm very I can't I've been in that place and like I yeah. just you know you were saying it has to be right for you and like for me just mentally I can't you know like I'm kind of going the other way now where I'm more an advocate of intuitive eating, which is you know like a different again that's not for everybody. Yeah, so here's what I say about that, right? I'm doing this because I feel for me, it's not restricting because I know when I'm eating, I don't have to worry so much. Whereas I I don't worry when I eat. I can't eat intuitively like you because I've I've tried that. And what ends up happening is I get hungry and I overeat. I start grabbing chips. I start shoving (laughs) shit in my mouth. And I'm I'm like, oh, you pig. What'd you do that for? Yeah. You know, whereas you're very good at that. Like, you know what you can and can't eat, how much you should eat. And you're good at that. I'm sure you make mistakes, like everyone. But. I do, but I don't make them. The only time I've ever like binged or something is when I was restricting. Yeah. So that's why I know that like I yeah. can't do that because then I swing. Exactly. I swing wildly the and, other way. And like, that's something that I've definitely changed too. Talking about being open minded and everything. This has really become a free for all now. I hope you're all still interested. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, I, if if I was doing this, old me would have been like, "This is the only way you can do it." Mm. like well, you're wrong whereas now i'm like no that works for you this yeah it's hopefully gonna work for me and then the keto stuff works for some people i can't eat that way either i i need carbs My, i just feel that way yeah you know so there's there's no right or wrong way it's just finding what's good for you absolutely. and not making it become the limitation that stops you doing it absolutely and i think that the diet industry just confuses people so much yeah. and this doesn't have to and i think in a way actually what you're doing is intuitive because mm-hmm. You've given a lot of thought to what is going to work for you. And, what, yeah. you know, obviously you're not just doing this on like a whim. Like yeah. you heard all of a sudden about fasting. You know, you, yeah. you thought that this this is something that might work for you. Yeah. Um, and even like with alcohol, one of the one of the guys I, I, I really follow, he was saying, you know, this, the science shows that we can have about four ounces of wine and the kidneys filter out all the shit, no problem. Like it doesn't affect you doesn't cause any extra harm on the liver or any extra strain on the liver. I was like, so I went and measured out four ounces of water. And I was like, actually, I could probably, mm-hmm. you know, my, my, to be honest, my biggest problem with, with wine and, and alcohol, 
I mean, even with this, like, look how quickly I've drank this. Yeah. To how much you, I, See, drink I can't quick. drink four ounces. Of, like, I could never drink four ounces of wine. Never. Yeah, but to me, that's not actually that much <laughs> no. in terms of size of it, right? So. Yeah, no, I. What I did, yeah. <laughs> what I did Thursday night, I was like, I poured two ounces. Oh, that's so I had, smart. I had, I had two ounces and then I did two ounces again. That's smart. So I felt like I had two glasses of wine and I that. really made a conscious effort to sip it slow. Yeah. So. Huh, that's, that's a another a little hack of like not that is a good hack not um not restricting yourself but just play play, play within the rule book play yeah. within the rules yeah I like that yeah yeah this is going to kind of talk about the perceptions becoming your reality I think one thing that might be interesting for everybody to do is write down what you think about yourself and then map it with the actions you've taken in your life like things you've done things you've accomplished I think you'll find that they probably don't match. Yeah. Like you might think you're you're um you're anxious, but then you've overcome stuff that doesn't jive with that. Yeah. You know? I think, think that- of all the hard things you've done. Yeah. And write them down and go back to them. Yeah. When you're scared. Yeah. When I was in- I d- I went through this with um with your hubby when he was helping me expand my C V, my resume. And he sent me someone else's to kind of copy. Well not copy, but you know take some inspiration from and all these things he he had in there i was like oh yeah i've done all that kind of stuff and you forget all the accomplishments you've made in your life mm-hmm. you kind of downplay them but there's some cool stuff i've i've done and i guarantee you everybody listening to this there's some really cool shit you've done really important stuff things that have changed other people's lives that you just don't pay attention to because you're worried about keeping up with the joneses and and all the other stresses of life Yes. So, you know, I think that would be a really a really interesting thing if everyone just wrote down what they think about themselves and then map that to things they've accomplished in their lives and then be like, well, yeah, I thought I was not smart, but then look what I did here. Yeah. I mean, here's one. Like, if you're listening to this, you got through, you know, you've gotten through like 16, 17 months of a freaking pandemic. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, yeah. That's a really hard thing. Whether you have kids, don't have kids, like, bravo. Yeah. Write it down because we all, we all that is, uh, you know, that's that's a really big deal. And it may not feel like that big of a deal because we're in it. But trust me, like, they're going to be talking about this 100 years from yeah. now. I, think, I mean, just think about this too, right? Remember how nervous you were before? I mean, I don't know what you'd say here, that your SATs as a kid or, like, your finals yeah. and your last. What's the most important finals you do? The, the year before you go to college, right? Not the year you – it's um, like your junior like year, Like junior right? year, yeah. yeah. Remember how nervous you were then? And just laugh back and be like, I wish I could be that nervous now. Yeah. You know? But at the time, it seemed like the most... I tell, I tell kids yeah. this all the time. And I'm like, don't stress about it. It's not going to shape your life that much. Even if you don't go to the school you want to go to, it's not really going to matter. Yeah. I got a degree in music production. I don't make money from it. Yeah. Like, look at the, look at the stuff I do. I'm in tech and I'm, I do personal training. Yeah. I got a degree in economics. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's working out really well for me. And French. <laughs> and right? French, yep. Was French your minor? Double major. Double major? Mm-hmm. Wait. Boom. You got a degree in economics, but double major in French. Mm-hmm. How does that work? So I have a BA in French and a BA in Oh, you have two economics. degrees? Well, I yeah. guess one degree and a double major. I don't like, think I have two BAs. I think you do have I? two BAs. Do I have two yeah. BAs? Not that it matters. Like, as you you're are, saying, you it really doesn't BA matter. BA squared. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's go. No, that's dope. Bring it, baby. <laughs> yeah, it always confuses me here, because in England's, like, 
the BA was in music production. So everything we did was, there was physics related to music, but every, or, or radio production was one module and, and sound, sound for TV and, and music, mm-hmm. uh, TV and film, like sound effects. That was one. And there Just was, John, he'll know. there wasn't other stuff. So it always confuses yeah. me when people say like, I majored in it. I'm like, what does that mean? It's a good question because nobody has, I no. don't think anyone has ever asked me. Yeah, well, I should ask John what, because I, I get like a minor, but it was, it was another major. Yeah. So I, I, mm. I don't, my mind is blown. Yeah. It's just blown. Yeah. Um, when we get into we're at the half hour mark, any other stuff on perceptions and. So, yeah, I just think that maybe you need to question some of your perceptions and applaud your, applaud yeah. your accomplishments and the hard, the hard days that you've gotten, gone through and mm-hmm. use that going forward um regardless of the challenges you face yeah and, it's important. and i think be open to to change your perceptions either about yourself or about other people because i think that that can have a big impact on choices you make or decisions you a decision and a choice are the same thing right so what am i talking about but yeah, that's, you know, yeah. You, if you if you're so hell-bent on sticking with a perception and you're not open to change I, i'm I, that's how i i was successful being a personal trainer as so I was always open to change like I never felt like I knew everything about something mm-hmm. if I learned some information say so is that better than what I'm doing now does it make more sense does the science back it up okay do it like when I stopped people doing sit-ups and crunches about 10 years ago I mean everyone thought I was crazy I mean people still argue with me about it now I was even gonna say people still probably think I mean even it's with not the, like all the science is there about why you shouldn't do them but yeah, but people some still reason. tout them. But I, I mean, and I was the guy that did all the, cr- I would get up at, from the age of <laughs> 11, I'd be up in the morning doing crunches and push-ups, you know, I, but I changed. And if Push-ups I w- are okay. Push-ups are great. Yeah. yeah. Fantastic exercise. It's basically a moving plank. Yeah. That's why it's so freaking you know? hard. Yeah. So yeah, just be open to change your perceptions because unfortunately you're, your perceptions can become a reality. You manifest stuff and manifestation yes, is actually, that's a subject we should really go into. Sure. Um, not now, but let's, let's you can, talk for you can certainly, you can certainly manifest your own bullshit. Million and percent. a lot of, I've seen that happen to a lot of people. So just chill, bro. Yeah. Keep it real. It's all good. One hundo. One hundo. Mm-hmm. We Gucci. No. Gang gang. Gang, gang. Yeah, we haven't, done, we haven't thrown no, one of those out in a while. Get, I need to get... What, what else? Oh. I know. I feel like we're getting into sending each other gift territories now. I know. I'm trying to think of, like, phrases that Nate has told me lately. He knows all the... What was it he did, to, he did something to me a while back? And it just blew my mind. He did said... you say this, like, bet thing? Hmm? Bet. No. Yeah, bet. Like, I don't... I still don't even really understand. Well, I think, I think that means... It's like good. I, I yeah. Well, no. Like I agree so much that I would bet on that. Oh. I think that's that's what I would gather from that. My mind is blown again. Yeah. See, this I'm learning is, a lot here today. Yeah. I'm learning a lot. This is why people come here. <laughs> this, is this is why you're so smart. In fact, <laughs> I'm going to challenge everybody. DM us on Instagram, either the us individually or the the TMSG account. Hit us with a phrase you think we won't know what it means yeah i'm, right. I'm curious probably knows more than i do but let's see let's yeah. see let's test it because i do yeah. have an 11 year old who is very yeah. adept with texting yeah exactly 
All right, KK. <laughs> You're not supposed to say KK, BRB. right? Isn't that rude? KK is sarcastic now. No, oh, really? So yeah, KK is like, no. <sighs> KK. See, <laughs> see I, th- I thought KK was born out of the fact that just saying K was rude. So no, you do two Ks th- to show you're not pissed at the stuff. That's like, what I, th- I thought KK was like, we're yeah. good, we're good, we're good. No, yeah, KK is why I never write, I never write K, I'll say okay. Just like you don't do the laughy face, you do the skull now. Did you know that? Oh, when you're dead? Yeah. Like dead laughing. Yeah. Smiley well, face, la- laughing with the tears is like, apparently you're old if you write that. No, that's silly. We still use that. Yeah. That's fine. Just saying. If you, say, you have to alternate it with the, the diagonal one. Yeah, yes, yeah. yes. I, I can't get on board with the skull. I just... I do that every now and again. But that's how... If I throw that out, you know I think it's funny. Okay. Oh, okay. I don't yeah. think I've ever gotten that. That's like we you say good to... good to great in terms of your... Uh, material that yeah, you your material. Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, poop emojis. No one's really doing those anymore. Right? I don't like that. <sighs> I think it's funny sometimes. Although we've, we have... It. My sister got Mason a, an actual poop emoji with a... A noise on it. It's like a squeaky thing. Yeah, I just... And the problem is the dog uses it all the time. So all you hear is... <laughs> fart noises. Oh, my God. I had, to, I, had to, I had to hide it. Yeah, that backfired. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like having a Tesla in the house. Uh, all right, before this goes really downhill, yeah. we'll sign off. Thanks for listening. You know where to find us on Instagram, right? Yep, and if you could subscribe, that would be... Yeah, amazing. and come check out the website. If you haven't looked already, it's kind of... We think it's cool. Yeah, we do. You know, we are eventually eventually you're going to have more stuff on there that you won't get from here videos pictures maybe even we'll share some of our inspirational stuff it won't just be videos of us we'll get around to it oh no it will (laughs) yeah it will yeah um we just we just have to order our time some more i'm starting Mm. to get giddy so we're gonna have to shut this down well from the coffee (sighs) i guess so. oh my god i finished my getting giggly when i tell you brett has had like You would question whether I she's even had any of that. That is pathetic. <laughs> oh my god! And the ice is melted. Or did you know you didn't have ice? Disgusting. I can't believe you, that that's made you giddy. I guess so, or I'm just tired. I mean, you've bet you've had like half a thumb. <laughs> I'm like crying. Oh my god! This is terrible. <sighs> okay. Okay. Before Bye. Bre- 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 has a seizure. No one wants to see this side yeah. of me. No, no. one. <laughs>